Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. How many know that our God is great? Amen. He's great. You didn't see what you've been praying for, but he's still great. You might have had that disappointment, but he's still great. And he will always be great. He is worthy of the praise. Amen. May I have a little more volume, please? Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Slightly. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Better. Thank you. Say, Holy, Holy.
clap offerings, keep clapping, keep clapping for them. Being fully persuaded. Being fully persuaded that what God has promised, he will fulfill it. Amen. And that is why I have been able, and I've been able to survive all the issues that I've gone through. Because I am fully persuaded that what God has promised, he is also able to perform. The Bible says that Abraham knew that he was almost 100 years. And his wife was barren, almost 90 years. But he did not stagger in unbelief. Rather, his faith grew very strong. And he gave glory to God. For he was fully persuaded, very convinced that what God had promised, God was able to fulfill it. So, what happened? God was able to give him Isaac. Amen. Beloved, it was, um, it was on, the, on the 12th of March. Actually, a week before 12th March, I had gone to Ghana to visit my mom. My mom was not feeling well, so all the sisters, we decided that we would, you know, like, get together and just be with uh, our mother. And I came back on the 5th, I came back on the 12th of March. In the plane, I started feeling pain in my leg, and it was so awful. But then I thought that it was actually the flight that was very, actually, the seating was so terrible, and I was sitting by the aisle. So I thought that it was because the seating was terrible, there wasn't enough leg room. That is why I was going through what I was going through. So when I came home, in fact, when I came home, right away I told my husband that he needed to massage my legs. So, <laughs> so, so we, got, we got some rub from Morris, and then he massaged the leg. And actually, when he was doing it, I didn't even like the way he was doing it because, I mean, I really wanted him to rub it very well because of the pain that I was going through. But after a while, I just told him to stop it. And I'm glad I even told him to stop it. So, even with the pain, I still went to work the next day. And by the 15th, which was the Friday, the pain was very unbearable. So I called my doctor and I told my doctor that I was having so much pain in my leg. And then I also told my doctor that I had actually just come from Ghana. As a matter of fact, I was feeling feverish and, and, and I was having uh, this shortness of breath and a whole lot of, of stuff that was going on with me. So I actually thought, I perceived that maybe I had some malaria. And that is the reason why I told my doctor that I had gone to Ghana. Because I wanted her to have all the, like the full picture. So when I told her that I'd, I'd just traveled, uh, she told me I should stop whatever I'm doing and go straight to the emergency room. In fact, I was not even happy with this doctor because I really wanted to finish my day. But then I decided that, you know what, maybe I'll take, I'll take the advice. So I went to the hospital and I went to Mount Sinai. Now, to cut a story short, they did the test and they realized that I had uh, this uh, deep vein thrombosis. And it's very interesting because I, 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 I have been telling my colleagues that all my life, I never heard of that sickness. Never heard of it before. And everybody was like, where have you been living? Which world have you been living in? But I never heard of it. But thanks to God, they were able to find, uh, the, they were able to uh, see this uh, clot, and they were able to uh, put me on treatment. Now, the reason why I say that this testimony is called being uh, fully uh, persuaded is because 
if we are not persuaded about the promises of God, there are so many things that can depress us. There are so many things that can keep us down. I know that uh, many people are not able to give testimony, but it is important that we understand that, that we overcame the enemy by the blood of the lamb and by the word, by the word of his testimony. Listen, there have been people that have come to give testimonies about calamities and everything, and many people have said, oh, what is the song? My song. Hallelujah. Let's give a clap offering unto the Lord. Auntie Serena is a walking miracle. If you know her, you know that as she's walking, she's just a walking miracle. That means that God really takes care of his children. Amen. God bless you, Auntie Serena, and to God be all the glory. We have testimony we're going to show, and I just want to say something. This testimony is about Swanning Sunday. Amen. Swanning Sunday, that people took the word that it's a Swanning Sunday, they invited people to church, and something spectacular happened to them because they obeyed. So as you watch this video, just to motivate you that on Sunday, you're also going to bring somebody to church. And in two weeks' time, you'll come and also give a testimony because you brought somebody to church. Amen. Shall we have the video rolling? Thank you. Give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. I'm going to believe in God's blessings and God's provisions for your life. The Bible says that you are partakers of my grace. I'm going to believe there is a grace in this house. There is a grace of prosperity in this house. There is a grace to be debt free. If you are sitting here under the sound of my voice, you will be debt free in Jesus' name. Amen. But the Bible says that you shall serve the Lord your God and he will bless. Amen. I'm excited because Escape is coming up next week, Sunday. Hallelujah. And it's another opportunity for us to do something for God. And I believe as we work for God, as we serve him, God will definitely bless us. Amen. We have powerful and amazing testimonies today. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. Many people think it's vain to serve God, but the Bible says, I have not asked the seed of Jacob to seek me in vain. You will never serve God in vain. You are receiving a blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together. Let's receive Prosper Chapu as he shares the first testimony for today. Oh, do it better for him. I can't hear you clapping. The louder your clap, the quicker your testimony. Amen. Prosper, tell us what has God done for you. Hallelujah. Amen. My name is Prosper Chapu from Pasa, a village in the Gotan of one of the gardens. And what has God done for you? And in 2015, I came to Accra, having nowhere to sleep, having nowhere to lay my head. I came to hustle in Accra. But when I came to Accra, I was fortunate, and then I, I found the first lab church. And then I gave my life to Christ. I started working in the church. I joined the gardeners, 
after the gathering, I was made to start a Basel. After that, I joined, I became a Basenta leader. And by the grace of God, I didn't have anywhere to lay my head. And in my deep poverty, I was still serving God. I started busing people from Ashama all the way from Ashama to First Lab Center. And God has transformed my life during these years. And I've gotten, through that, I've gotten a place to sleep. It wasn't a problem to get a place to sleep after. And then one day as I joined the church and I was working for God, a door was open for me to meet the prophets. And I, uh, Reverend Ajiman uh, brought me to meet the prophet. For so you went for a counseling session with yes, the prophet? Yes, yes. And what, you were, you were a Basenta leader at that time? Yes, please. So you had the opportunity to go for a counseling session with the yes, prophet? Yes, please. And what happened then? And prophets, when we, we, we got into, uh, prophet asked me, where am I from? I, I, I said it. He said, my level of education, I said a diploma. He, he asked me, why did you, and then he asked me the, the type of course I did. He said, why did you do such a course? And there was a lot of reasons to that, so I just told him one of the reasons. And I said, okay, okay, okay. And then later on, he, he didn't really say that I should continue school or not, but I received a key from there that I knew I, should, I have to continue from the, school. From the, from the reaction he had yes, when yes, he mentioned Yes, yes, from the reaction, I knew that I have to continue school. But he didn't say anything. And then I also didn't have a job, and I don't know how I'm going to get money to continue this school. How am I going to do it? So I was a bit confused. Before you left the office, yes, what happened? Yes, before I left the office, then he prayed for us. He laid his hands and then prayed for me. And after I left, uh, a, a mate in school, he called me and said, oh, uh, am I working? I said, no. Then he said, oh, there's a so-so-and-so job. I oh, should, I should give come. the Lord a mighty shout of praise. But even the work I'm even doing and the type of uh, salary I receive, my, my certificate cannot be compared to. And I realized I was from the prayers that the prophet prayed for me. Wow. And then after that, I knew that I have to continue school. Reverend Joshua, I had the opportunity sometime to meet Reverend Joshua. He asked me, are you? And then after I was talking, and then he said, your understanding is too low. You need to go back to school. Then I was wondering, I said, ah, so what am I going to do in school? So I was confused. One day I was listening to uh, one, preaching. Uh, yeah, prophet preaching in one of the camps. And then he said, in it, I heard him saying that uh, one of the two most top uh, courses in act was uh, administration and law. So I decided that, okay, I'm going to do administration. And then I proceeded to do my degree in Gimpa, and I am now offering a degree program in Gimpa. And, and you are telling me you come from Tasa? Yes. Has anybody in your family ever been to the university? Honestly, I'm the first to be in the university practically for my family, yes. Practically. And you were telling me there's another blessing that you received from the last, last year. Yes, last year, uh, last year, I didn't, where I was staying was so bad that I was believing God for a place. So I decided to write on the covenant uh, form, I wrote that, God, please, just give me a better place As to I stay. serve you. Yes, as, as I, I bring people you. to church. Yes. As I bus people yes. to church. Yes. Give me a better place to stay. Give me a better what place. What happened after that Swollen Sunday? After the Swollen Sunday, I went to work and a friend of mine took me to a place. I told him that I, where I am is too bad. I need a place. And then he said, okay, there's some government apartments here, so he's going to take me in there. And then he, they have offered me a place now, and then I don't even pay. Oh, give me. the Lord a mighty shout of praise. Everything. If you serve the Lord, he will bless you. I see God giving you a down payment of the blessings of your service to him this week. If you believe it, say, I receive it.
put your hands together for that powerful testimony. And let's welcome Pastor Harrell Noama to share his testimony of how God has blessed him as he began serving God practically in this house. Amen. Next week, you have to arrive in church with your bus, with your Uber, with your taxi. And as you do that, I believe God is blessing you. Amen. Pastor Harrell, tell us what has God done for you. Amen. Amen. Um, my name is Harrell. I'm an overseer under Pastor Solomon Odame at the East Legon Church. Um, I'm in charge of a center at Mempasem. Now, when I, my wife and I got married, we had a number of challenges. And um, as we also had things that we desired for. And um, it didn't seem so far. Such as? Such as um, a car. I mean, the reason why I needed a car is because my wife was expecting. And uh, where we stay is quite far. So how to bring her from home to the hospital was a problem. But one day... And what else were you believing God for? I was also believing God to move out of um, my rented apartment and into a home that I've built by God's grace. Um, so one day, um, whilst having my quiet time, I, I was thinking about these things. They were heavy on my mind and my heart. And as I pondered on them, I just felt the Holy Spirit tell me to focus on loving him and serving him. So I made up my mind that I'll find a way to do this. Because, um, I mean, I've, I'd been in church and I had, I'd heard that they preach. And I really wanted to do it, but I didn't know how to. So when I, I felt the Holy Spirit say this, I said, no, I have to overcome all my reasons. So that Sunday, I, I came to church. I saw Reverend Joshua, and I asked him to help me find a place to work. So he placed me in one of his town centers, that is um, under Derek at the town center, uh, TF. Now I was there, and I was helping. So as I continued to work, one day I received a message that I had been transferred to join um, Reverend Nakoja. And so I moved. And under Reverend Nakoja, I was made a bus center leader. So you started busing people to I church? I started busing people. I remember how happy I was on my first Sunday when I came with three people to church. I came and I thanked uh, Reverend Nakoja, and then he told me that it's the opportunity that the, the, the prophet has given. That's allowing all of us to have such a place. And what, what difference, what, what blessing did you notice in your now, life after you started Yes, passing? now, as I started to focus on working for the Lord, I, one of the things that happened was a week before my wife went into labor, I had a call from my sister who said she had received a visa to join her husband in the U.S. And so she was giving me her car. Hey, I used to give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. A week to the delivery. A week to the delivery. A and week. you said having a car was so far from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so far. I mean, we, I tried to get some money, but it still wasn't adding up. Your sister called you to come for the car. My sister called me to come for the car. A week before. A week before. I mean, I was afraid because I was thinking if she goes into labor during the day, Traffic will be a problem. I mean, you know the Legon traffic. And if she goes into labor in the night, how am I going to get a taxi at that time and all that? So what, else, what, what other blessing have you seen? Um, okay, so as I continue to serve the Lord also, one day I met Reverend Akoja, and he asked me, Kweku, are you building? And then I said, no, I desire land, but I don't even have. Then he asked me to go find the land and then build. And supernaturally, Supernaturally, in a matter of two weeks, I had received money 
from all kinds of places and I purchased. You will receive money from all kinds of places. The Bible says that those that reap the harvest, they will receive wages. Wow. Yeah. I, I see somebody paying you for work that you don't know the work you've done. Yeah. yeah. And we I bought, I purchased the land at our dream location. That is on the Kuyapem Ridges, two plots of land. And I believe God that as I continue to serve him, he's going to bless me and the grace in the house is going to work for me so that I'll finish the building and move in. You will and finish in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. And so as um, Swollen Sunday is next, coming next week, I just want to encourage everyone here that Matthew 6.33 really works. Every one of us should get involved in this work. Bring a, two souls, bring a bus, call your friends, call your, your, your loved ones, your family, bring them all. And, and, and watch and see what the Lord will do in your life. Hallelujah. Amen. Put your hands together for that powerful testimony. Let's welcome Albert Lamte as he shares his testimony. I believe you can do much better than that. Come on now. Put your hands together for Jesus. I said for Jesus this afternoon. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Tell the person standing by you, Matthew 6.33 works. It worked for him and it will also work for you. Say, so believe it and it shall come to pass in your life. In Jesus' name. So you will move out from your rental apartment into your own home a home that you will not have a mortgage, but it will be paid off for you. Hallelujah. If you believe me, let your amen be the loudest. Come on now. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We honor you for this afternoon. We are grateful to be here, Lord. We are not here by accident. You have caused us to approach. Therefore, Lord, satisfy us with the goodness of your house. Give us satisfaction in the inner man. Satisfaction in our finances. Satisfaction in our health. Satisfaction in our relationships, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, I'm emptying myself unto you. And I say, use me to reach your people. Who these special people of yours, who can judge them. In Jesus' name I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Please take your seat in the presence of the living God. Time is fast spent. So, I will dive straight into the word of God. Hallelujah. Pastor Norman and L.P. Harriet Norman, you are welcome. Especially L.P., welcome back home. Hallelujah. Our man, I'm not, I'm not saying it right. Welcome back home. And it's a blessing to see you again. And then Ahmed, I tell you, you are a blessing. Hallelujah. So, I will make it short. Pastor Nana told me that Mr. and Mrs. Ajay, they want to say something to the church. So, I shall make it short. They said that, so I will make it short for you. Karen, um, it's a blessing. Wow. 
Hey. Hallelujah. Turn to the next sister sitting by you. Your Saturday is coming. Say, be happy for my our dear sister and the brother. Tell the brother, your Saturday is coming. Say, your Saturday is coming. Hallelujah. Yeah. Francis, looks like you are too excited. Your Saturday is coming soon. Isaiah chapter 50. It's a blessing, I tell you. Isaiah chapter 50. One day I was talking to one of my sons at the other side. And as I was asking questions uh, concerning relationships, I said, do you know this person in the city? And then I mentioned her name. And he said, yeah, I know her. I said, what do you think about her? Said, oh, she has already been taken. I said, oh, not knowing something was bubbling somewhere. Hey. <laughs> but beautiful. Isaiah chapter 50 verse 1. What does it say? That said the Lord, where is the bill of your mother's divorce which, with which I put away? And then, whom I have put away, or which of my creditors is it to whom I have sold you? Behold, for your iniquities have ye sold yourself. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to share a message know that our father our papa the bishop preached and i want to use it to encourage all of us concerning next week hallelujah it's a swelling sunday it's a day that you should not come to church by yourself come with somebody hallelujah and as lp said if you sometimes you know people would like to come with you but you are a church worker you stay much longer so when you come with them, you don't know how they can go home. Well, I have a good news for you. By the grace of God, some brethren have said that their back going back home or even coming to church is on them. Hallelujah. If you want to give them a lift, it's on them. They say they will use their account to give them a ride home. They will use their account to bring them into their house. So you bring them and then leave the rest or tell a witness to the person and leave the rest to us. Is it a good thing? Hallelujah. So God is saying over here that even though we are his bride, he can still divorce us. Hallelujah. He can sell us. We are not indispensable. Hallelujah. You know, when you become born again, you are not forever born again or it's automatic that you will be with God and make it into the kingdom. You have to work out your own salvation and do certain things for the one who called you. Hallelujah. And he said, behold, your iniquities have ye sold yourself and forgiven us the reason. Why? Verse 1. Verse 2. Give us verse 2, please. Amplified. 
Why? Why means the first one. Why the reason? When I came, was there no man? When I called, why was there no one to answer? Is my hand shortened at all? God is saying that when he came, when he was looking for somebody, you know, there was no man. When he called, nobody, no one picked it up. Hallelujah. And as for God calling, God will always call. Hallelujah. You know, many of us, you know, in our relationships, one of the things that can upset us is when we call our partner and the person does not pick up. Especially the ladies, when the phone is hiding under the bag, you can call and they will not pick up. Sometimes they will try to reach it and by the time their hand will go deeper and deeper into the bag, the call has cut. Hallelujah. And you can call so many times, they will still not call you back. Especially when they know that they are shopping at the mall because they won't want you to ask them, where are you? Reverend, you know things. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? And it frustrates us. So I want you to think about what we are reading here. God is saying that when I called, when I came, you were not there. When I was looking for somebody to reach out to the lost, to preach to the lost, to win many people into my kingdom, I needed somebody. Lord, I need somebody. He does what he's saying. Therefore, I want you to say, Lord, I know you need somebody. I am the, the person. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Pastor Nana, help me verse 3. Verse 3. I close the heavens with the blackness of murky storm clouds, and I mix sackcloth of mourning their covering. Verse 4. The servant of God says, the Lord of God has given me the tongue of a the Lord, the servant of the Lord said, the Lord God has given me the tongue of, the, of a disciple. And, one, and of, uh, one who is what? Taught. Taught. And that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. You who know only to speak in season to many people who are weary out there when you can hear and hear well. Hallelujah. I was saying this morning that any time that you see somebody not speaking, that means the person is not hearing. That is why we have the deaf and the dumb. Hallelujah. If you cannot hear, you cannot speak. Many of us, because of our background, we end up speaking two or three languages. You speak the English language, you speak Akan, you speak Gan, you speak French. Hallelujah. So when we give birth to our first children, because they are not hearing well, there are times that they hear the tree, there are times that they hear the French, there are times that they hear the English, so they get confused. Hallelujah. So many of firstborns, their speech delays. Am I saying something right here? Because I remember... When they did assessment, they said to us that speak one language. And if you hear well, you will hear only one thing. You will hear the word of God. Hallelujah. May God give us a hearing ear. I said, may God give us hearing ears. A hearing ear is not a doubting ear. A hearing ear is not a critical ear. A hearing ear is the one who hears and believes. 
you hear and you believe. I say you hear and you believe. When we say that one of the pillars for our domination and the secret of our prosperity is Matthew 6.33 and then owing no man and then build properties. You believe it. How many know that pillar? It's one of the pillars. Matthew 6.33. That is the secret of this church. Many people say Lighthouse is a rich church. Rich because of that secret. And another secret is that, oh no man, you believe that you can do things with cash. You believe that you can buy a house with cash. You believe that you can buy a car with cash. You believe that you can go to school without a loan. Hallelujah. And then you believe in building properties. Hallelujah. You will build a house. I say you will build a house. You don't spend your money buying stocks. You spend your money buying houses. You will own many houses. Do you believe in such things? Believe that you will own many houses here. You will own them. You will, if you believe, you will. It will come to pass. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? So there are a few things I want us to know. Number one, from the verse. God is looking for workers and laborers. And I want to add the two, one and two. Number two, God is looking for all the scattered sheep. Matthew chapter 9, verse 35 and 36. Matthew chapter 9, 35. Matthew 9, 35. Mm -hmm. Jesus went about all the cities King and James, villages. please. And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, mm -hmm. teaching in their synagogues. And preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. Mm. Verse 36. But when he saw the multitudes, but when he saw the multitudes, he was moved he was with moved. compassion. God. God moves with multitudes. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Can you hear me, please? Yes. Good. God moves with multitudes. Hallelujah. If you want God to move on your situation, then you need to bring souls, many souls. You need to have multitudes. You need to give him multitudes. Hallelujah. Amen. One time many people came to Jesus Christ, 5,000 men, and Jesus looked at them and he was moved with compassion. And he started to feed them with five loaves of fish and five loaves of bread and two fish. Hallelujah. Amen. Another time, 4,000 people came and he still fed them. It tells you and I that God moves when he sees multitudes without a shepherd. Mm. That is why probably he used his own last card 
because probably he saw a lot of multitudes going to hell. So then when I see multitudes, I move and say that my son should come and save them. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Number three. Tell the person sitting by you, my brother or my sister, I'm happy to sit by you this afternoon. And I'm here as an angel police. If you sleep, God, number three, please. God is looking for someone <laughs> who will be shepherd, who will be shepherding, or who will shepherd the troubled sheep. Who will shepherd the troubled? Zechariah chapter 10, verse 1. How many agree with me that there are many out there troubled? People are troubled. Many. Many. And God is waiting. He said, I'm calling you. I'm looking for you to look out for the troubled sheep. As ye of the rain in the oh, time uh -huh. of the latter rain. In the time. God is the God of times and seasons. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. There are certain things you ask God at a certain time. The period that we are in, he wants us to ask for the souls. Amen. He said, ask ye of the Lord rain in the time. The time of the latter rain so that the Lord shall make bright clouds hallelujah Amen. and give them showers of rain the clouds may not be there but he will make them Amen. because it is the time for the lot of rain hallelujah Amen. the time for winning soul the time for bringing somebody to church is next sunday and it's starting from today hallelujah Pray for the soft heart. Pray that the hardening heart will be a soft heart. Pray that the person will even get off from the work. Hallelujah. Pray that the person will be released by the supervisor or by the manager. And I believe that God will answer that prayer. Are you with me, please? The next one. You pray to be fruitful. Fruitfulness. Lord, I want to be fruitful. Bishop was saying that, you know, there was a time that he was praying for humility, humbleness of heart. Say, Lord, you cannot deny me this one. I need it. You cannot ask for humility and God will deny you. Hallelujah. Instead of asking for, and you know, brothers and sisters, the service of God in his house is always in tandem with your secular work. Those who serve the Lord faithfully are people also. Many times we go into their lives secularly, they do very well. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? 
because it takes humility to serve God in his house. How can you have faith, have faith about something that you have not seen? If you're a critical person, you have a critical mind, you have a critical heart, you will not believe. You will like to see, like Thomas, before you believe. But the service of God is not like that. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? You need to have a humble heart. And when you have a humble heart, you also do well at work. In the sight of the world, they look at you and they say, you are a fool. But in the sight of the Lord, you are not a fool. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? The next one. Verse 2 for Zechariah chapter 1, verse 2. Zechariah chapter 10, verse 2. Chapter 10, verse 2. Come on. Uh huh. For the, for the idols, uh huh. For the idols have spoken vanity, uh -huh. and, the, and the diviners have seen a liar and have told false dreams. Yeah. There are many people out there. Palm readers. Come, let me look at your palm. When I look at your palm and I see the M, and like that, it means that you are going to be a millionaire. Who said that when your, your palm is written M, it means that you are going to be a millionaire? Being a millionaire is not here. The blessings of the Lord is what? It says that it is I who gives you power to do what? To make wealth. To make wealth is not in your palm. But people have great offices with signboards. Come. And I will tell you the future. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. And then he says that, uh-huh. They comfort in vain. They comfort in vain. They comfort in vain. Look, brothers and sisters, God created us to worship him. Amen. And therefore, all of us, every woman being will look for something to worship. If we do not tell them the good news, somebody will give them something to worship. Hallelujah. Amen. Therefore, they went their way as what? As a flock. As a flock and they, they, they were, were troubled because was no shepherd. Yeah. Many people are troubled in their life. Many people are afflicted in their relationships. Many people are hurt. Hurt. Every day. Hallelujah. God needs you somebody. And the somebody is you. The next one. Epi, are you helping me to manage the time? Verse 3. How many minutes have I been preaching? Only 20 minutes, right? Okay. Can I add 10 minutes more? 15 more minutes. Oh, you are very nice. Generous, very, generous. very generous. Hallelujah. Amen. God is looking for somebody to raise up the fallen virgin. Number one thing that breaks people's hearts when a foolish boy, especially I'm talking about ladies, takes their virginity away. Sometimes people become devastated. In fact, sometimes it sinks people into something else. Many people go into lesbianism because of that. Many people go into prostitution because of that. 
Am I saying something here? We don't talk about these things in the church. I, can't I say some of these things here? Hallelujah. Yeah. Amos chapter, chapter 5, 1 and 2, please. Amos chapter 5, verse 1. Hear ye this word, which I take up against you, even a lamentation, O house of Israel. Verse 2. The virgin of Israel is fallen. She shall no more rise. She is forsaken upon her land. There is the none to of raise her Israel. up. The virgin of Israel virgin. is falling. It's falling. It's falling. Hallelujah. She is forsaken upon her land. There's no one to raise. God needs somebody to tell the falling virgin. It is well. Don't worry. There's a hope. There's hope for you. Come back. God will wash you again with his blood. Under the blood, everything is new again. You are a virgin under the blood. Therefore, come and serve the Lord. Come and worship the Lord. Are you with me, please? There's no more condemnation because of the blood. But someone will need you and I to tell them. Hallelujah. The next one, I have two more points. God is looking for somebody to save or deliver people who are being devoured by the devil. Ezekiel 34 verse 5. God is looking for somebody to save or deliver people who are being devoured by the devil. The devil. Brothers and sisters, the enemy is very bad. He has only one mission. And his mission is for him to steal, to kill, and destroy. And destroy. Hallelujah. Amen. And he's on the mission out there, stealing people's joy, stealing people's relationships, devouring people's finances, devouring people's relationships, devouring people's marriages, devouring people's children. Are you with me, please? Yes. We need to step out there Rich. and then help those people. Rich. Finances. By the time that he is done with you, you have been sunk into debt that you, can't, you don't know how to come out. Deep it. Thank you, Esther. Deep one. You don't even know how to come out. You don't know. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, please? Yes, Reverend. You don't know. People's joy. The enemy. Ezekiel 34, Pastor Nana, please. Verse Ezekiel five. 34, verse 5. And mm. they were scattered because there is no shepherd. They became meat to all beasts of the field. Yeah. They became me to all the beasts. If you watch Nat Geo, you see that the wild dogs, they run without getting tired. It's like the devil. The devil does not get tired. Yeah. That's why sometimes we don't have to stop praying. You, know. you cannot, if the animal that is chasing you is not tired, how why are you tired? And you Bread want to stop. You want to have a break in your Christian life. Oh, I'm tired. I need a break. I need a break for this church thing. Look, the enemy does not have a break. Well, find out the wild dogs. 
Yeah. That's why when you have a dream, you are being chased by wild dogs. When I was meditating about it, I said, wow, it's an evil thing. Evil spirit chasing you. They never get tired. And they eat their, their prey alive. Alive. They can remove their intestine while the animal is alive. And that is what is happening to many people. They eat their flesh whilst they are alive. You are in the most affluent nation in the whole world, the United States of America. And yet, there's no prosperity. Yeah? I used to say in New York that if we are here and we cannot see But it will not happen to you. I say it will not happen to you in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. One of the most prosperous nations in the whole world, United States. Yeah. And your prosperity should never be linked with any government. That's why I was sharing Tuesdays. I say that Daniel crossed over through four governments. Yeah, King Nebuchadnezzar, Belshazzar, um, 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 Dairos, and Cyrus, yet he prospered through all of them. Your prosperity cannot be linked to Democrats or Republicans or NDC or MPP. It should not have any bearing on your prosperity. No. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. But when the enemy is not giving you that peace, that wisdom, that is what happens. And the next one, God is looking for somebody to show compassion. Yeah. It's eating to show compassion to the rejected ones. Passion to the rejected ones. Ezekiel 16, 1, verse 1. Ezekiel 16, 1. Again, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, verse 2, Son of man, cause Jerusalem to know her abominations. No, no, verse 1. The, the, verse 5. Verse 5, please. Mm-hmm. None none I pity thee to do any of these unto thee to have compassion upon, the, upon thee but thou was cast out thou in was the cast out in the open, open field to do what? to the loving of thy person uh-huh. in the day that thou wast born to be cast out in the open field and you are rejected you are at the mercy of the winds of elements of this life. Hallelujah. Yeah. Bishop was saying, Bob Marley that we know, the Rastafalian, he was, he didn't have a father. He didn't get a chance to have a father. And then, in the open field, as he was cast out, someone, a male found him. 
and the person was a Rastafarian. And through that, he became Rastafarian. You become, at the time that you have been rejected, no father, mommy is not there. You can easily become the person who will have mercy on you. Hallelujah. Sometimes some people can even give you to a shrine. You don't have anybody stay. Let him train you so that you will become the next person taking over this one. But this, there are many people out there. I remember when I finished secondary school and I went to see my father for my results. He just told me in his village, you know, I come from a home that the fathers can have many children. I said the other time, my grandfather, my mother's side, had 79 children. So after the 40th or 50th one, he started naming the kids after the, the, the older ones. And my father had 23. And when I went to the village and he saw my result, he said, there's nothing I can do. You have a brother who is a professor at the university here in UST. Go and see. I said, brother? I, don't, I haven't even seen this brother before. And then gave me a few small instructions. You see, some people are saying, oh, that is what it is. Hallelujah. And then somehow I maneuvered my way. I had not been to Kumasi before, but I maneuvered my way all the way. When I got there and knocked the door, the, he opened the door and asked me, Who? Are you looking for somebody? <laughs> I said, Yes. Looking for Mr. Owusudeko. He said, I am the one. It's okay. Then I introduced myself. Then he said, Oh, Okay, okay, okay. Your mother is, and I said, yes, 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 yes. I said, okay, come in, come in, come in. So what brought you here this morning? I said, hey, this and that and that and that. I said, hey, okay. You sit down, relax. We are going for lectures. My wife and I, we will talk. When they went out, they came back home by the grace of God. In the evening, he called me after evening devotion. He called me and said, we have thought about everything. We will let you come and stay with us and continue your sixth form education. Today, if I'm standing here and I'm preaching, everything is linked to this particular thing. For me to find LP Palm, it's through LP Palm that I came to Lighthouse. She wasn't here. Pastor Ray is the one who invited me. He kept saying it and saying it and saying it. So when LP Palm came from UK and said, uh, what church can we go? I said, I have visited a few couple of them. It's not so why don't you let's go and check your friend's one? I said, let's go. That is when we entered Manhattan in March 98. Hallelujah. And you see, God is looking. Some of us probably, we are fathers and mothers to some lost ones out there. You may be an auntie to somebody out there. Are you with me, please? God is looking for somebody like that. And I tell you, you are, you don't know that you are a great mother. I told people, my brother is a visiting professor at Ramapo College by the grace of God. And we went there this month. He, she said something. I said, the difference between our age is just five years or something like that. 
He just retired last year. That means he's older than me six years. But he took me as a son. Brought me up. I didn't know many things. Hallelujah. When we started having family, three children's C-sessions, I find out that everything I learned in that house, that is when, that's what I did here. You have a C-session and they don't have any help at home. How can I even bath the children? Then I remember what Apostle Joel said. You just put the baby on the bathtub. Make sure they will not drown. You know? <laughs> And then make sure that's it. And then three of them, no help. That is what I was doing back then. Not knowing God took me through the training route. Hallelujah. You know, today when I was coming, I said, Lord, something don't know me. And sometimes Sunday morning I can be very quiet. You know, because sometimes as you prepare you, you can remember how far God has brought you. And sometimes when I remember and I can remember how far God, you did not wait for me. You cry. And that song, for instance, when I sing it, I cry all the time. Because a day after, I didn't put a shoe on my shoe. I said it to the glory of God. And I want you to say how the pastor did, the pastor died. I didn't know that I can put a shoe in my foot until I finished Sixth form. When I worked for my brother and they traveled, and when they came back, I gave the report of how much I have saved for them planting vegetables. And I said, I've located a shoe in one of the nicest cities. The nicest city in the whole Ghana is Kumasi. You know, and uh, one of the nicest cities in Adum. So I would like to go. And, but I have this amount of money. Anytime that you are going for some, going to somebody to ask for something, I'll, I'll have a little bit of the thing. And then you say, I have this. Can you add a little bit to it for me? He said, Wow, you want a shoe? Take it. Take the money. Go and buy. And the one I bought the shoe, I could remember when Reverend Wassel was giving a testimony that my first shoe, when I took it out and it was raining, I removed the shoe. And put on my head because I don't want this. Okay, why don't you stand up onto your feet? Let's find that thing. <laughs> Today, it's not a problem for sure because God is God. It's God. Hallelujah. Job 36, verse 11. Please project it for us. We are closing. Thank you, Jesus. Job 36, verse 11. Job. If they obey and serve him, God is saying that if you obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in what? Prosperity. In prosperity and their years of what? your prosperity will not be one year wonder. Hallelujah. Amen. You will not go on vacation for this year and then for the next four years, you cannot go on vacation because you don't have the not money. That will not be your portion. Amen. I said that will not be your portion. Amen. He said they will, I will 
they will suspend their days in prosperity and their years yes and yes and yes and yes you will not I was saying this morning that you cannot go on vacation you'll be quarreling with your wife why you can only quarrel when there's money issue there's always stress in relationship when there's no money but we quarrel a lot because of that that will not be your portion you will not ask your wife so why did you go to the shopping mall to shop again it will not be an issue as you win many souls. Please come with somebody next year Amen. and your life will be glorious. Put your hands together for Jesus. Why don't we down ahead and let's pray. if you do not know him. How can you say that he is the prince of peace if you yourself do not have the peace if you are here like that. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We honor you in Jesus' name. And let the saints say, Amen. let the saints say, Amen. please take your seat in the presence of Can we take our tithe? Can we take our tithe? And come forward, please, with your tithe. We have communion to take. Give us a few minutes and we'll be out of here. Maybe 15 minutes. Is that okay? Please.
We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.